0: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com.
1: Welcome to a brand new week of AutoLine Daily. We're glad that you joined us today and here's some of the latest news in the global automotive industry. French supplier Valeo is showing off a 12-volt electric supercharger that is used in a very unique way. It actually provides boost for turbochargers. The idea is to eliminate turbo lag completely and allow automakers to downsize their engines even more. It provides full boost three to five times faster than a turbocharger in only 350 milliseconds. The electric supercharger can be used by itself but Vallejo says the best application for power and fuel economy is to couple it with a supercharger. Ford announced a number of management changes. Ken Zubay, the vice president of marketing, sales and service in the U.S., is retiring. He will be replaced by John Felice, who is currently the general sales manager for Ford and Lincoln. Ford also announced that Barb Smartich will be promoted to chief operating officer in Europe from her current position as head of product development in Europe. Joe Bacage is promoted to her job, and all these changes will start November 1st. Automakers in the American market were popping the champagne corks after they counted up August sales, but that's not happening in the heavy truck market. Wards reports that sales of medium and heavy-duty trucks fell 8.6% last month, and that represents the sixth month in a row that truck sales fell. But here's the interesting part. Almost all of the decline is related to the ongoing business problems at Navistar International. Interestingly, International pulled in a couple of former General Motors executives, Troy Clark and George Borst, to try and turn the company around. But they say they can't straighten out the mess until at least the end of next year. Renault is teaming up with Belor, a company that builds EVs, for car-sharing programs in France, and of all places, Indianapolis. The two will look at collaborating on a three-passenger EV with a range of 200 kilometers, that's about 124 miles, to be used for the car-sharing service. And Renault is also considering building Belor's four-seat EV, called the Blue Car, to help meet demand. The new 2014 Jeep Cherokee comes out later this month, and we got our first drive in one over the weekend. It comes standard with the four-cylinder Tiger Shark engine, which is good for 31 miles per gallon on the freeway, and also has a new V6 engine that is based on the company's 3.6 liter. The base Cherokee starts at just under $23,000, all the way up to the Trailhawk edition, which has a different suspension setup that raises it by an inch. It also has unique wheels and tires for better off-roading, and a locking rear diff, Just to name a few of the special features and that one starts at just under 30 grand. We will have a full report on the 2014 Cherokee along with our driving impressions coming up soon. I'm sure many of us follow our vehicle's MPGs through our dashboard readout but did you know those readings may not be accurate? According to the EPA, the readout is not actually measuring fuel consumption but uses an algorithm that monitors things like RPM, gear selection, and throttle angle. Most of these gauges overstate fuel economy by 5%, but some can be high as 19%, which means the readings could be off by thousands of dollars worth of fuel over the life of the vehicle. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at the new Corvette. We'll be back right after this.
0: Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate Structural Adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com.
2: I'm sure by now most of us have seen the new Corvette Stingray and come up with our own thoughts and opinions about the car, but not many of us have had the chance to drive one. So when we got the chance, we had to ask, What were Chevrolet's goals in terms of handling when engineering this new car?
0: We're always looking to improve the performance, track performance, street performance. We didn't have a specific goal in mind, like a specific Nurburgring time or anything like that you're talking about. Traditionally, we want to expand the performance envelope, but I think on this car, we wanted to make that envelope a little more accessible, Uh, so not just pro-level drivers could drive the car at the limit, but everyday drivers could drive it at the limit, and it would be a quick learn, quick study on a track to get up to speed and feel like the car's comfortable even at the limit. So we've been refining our short long arm suspension that you find on race cars around the world for decades, basically generations of Corvette. That foundation hasn't really changed, but the fundamentals about the way we execute have changed a lot. So, for example, where the control arm's attached to the body, we have massively stiff attachment points, where the metal is an inch thick, even more, uh, in place, places, and then ribs behind that uh, to make it very locally stiff. Uh, The control arms themselves are much stiffer, so we got uh, hollow lower control arms. New technology wasn't available last time we did a new Corvette. Uh, So in detail, it's a refinement of those things that help make the car overall feel more precise and uh, easier to drive at the limit.
2: After flying around in the Stingray, I must say that this car does make you feel like a race driver, even though, like me, you may not be one. But the fact that this car will be used by some customers as a race car really played a large part in the layout of the interior.
3: Yeah actually when we started the design process we took the design team out uh, to Milford. Actually we all drove uh, C6's around the course there and it it was a real learning experience for us, you know getting to be in that environment with a car that's that powerful and that capable and it really changes your perspective on how you design an interior because you realize what high-stress working environment this can be when you're really using the car to its full performance potential um, and you know we, we drove the cars ourselves but we also got driven around by uh, instructors uh, who when that was actually even better because they can really extract the full performance out of the car so we're in the passenger seat with the instructor taking us around and and we're just getting thrown around and tossed around everywhere and so after that when, when we got back to the studio we all realized you know when you gotta figure some way around this, so we all started designing handles and things to grab onto inside the car. Uh, so now the, and you can see in the final design, the kind of sweeping cockpit shape comes over to the passenger side, and there's a grab handle there to help kind of stabilize you in the car. And of course the seats are a huge element of that too, getting the, getting the stiff supportive seats to help hold you in place.
2: Our test 2014 Corvette Stingray with the Z51 package came in at just under $72,000. And
1: Chevrolet says that it's still on track for the cars to hit dealer showrooms later this year. Say, be sure to join us Thursday night for Autoline After Hours when our guest will be Tony DeSalle, the head of sales and marketing for Buick. So start thinking of the kinds of questions you'd like to ask about where Buick is going. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for tuning in and please join us again here tomorrow.